0: Good morning, everybody. Today, Be'zot Hashem, we'll be learning. Daflam Ches in Maseches, Kiddushin. And then I'll be off tonight, God willing, to Eretz Israel. Oh, Yom Kippur through Sukkot, God willing, it should be uh, a good time for all of us. Um, and then we'll resume when we get back. Uh, and then we'll finish with Seder and Hashem. We're getting close to the end of the first parak here. Okay. So, four lines up from the bottom line, is of Beis. That's where we left off. So, it says, the Gemara Bishleim Moshav, Moshev, Bashma. So, we were talking about the Mitzvah Tlu'yos Isn't that beautiful, Andrew? Mitzvahs, uh, Tlu'yos By the way, then tomorrow's daf and the next daf is all about, uh, daf Yomi coincidence. It's all about the being a Beinoni. And if you do one mitzvah, you're a tzaddik. And if you're one mitzvah short, chas v'shalom, in the other direction, and, and a lot of musr, a lot of garanotz musr in the next two days. But today, let's get through the daf Lam chas. What were we talking about? The mitzvot tlu- arts. You know, a lot of mitzvot, as we've seen in the last few documents, it says v'chi'yavoh Arts, When you get to the land, you'll do such and such thing. And so, and then it seems like with random mitzvot, like you'll get to the land, and not all the mitzvot where where you get to the land have to do with necessarily a mitzvot klu'os ba'aretz. So that's what we were talking about, those kinds of mitzvot. What does it mean when it says when you get to the land, does that mean that that mitzvah is fully arts, that it has to do is it an agricultural mitzvah? Why is it saying, why is it connecting it to the arrival into the land? That's what we were discussing in the last few days. And then sometimes it also says, Bechol It says, You'll do this, Bechol that Bechol can mean essentially one of two things, and that was the machlokas that we were discussing until now. Does Bechol Moshvoseichim mean that you'll do it, right, everywhere? every place that you'll be which is to say regardless of whether you are in baltimore or in eretz israel uh daf yomi coincidence quinsin's going to eretz israel flying out tonight but regardless you're going to keep certain mitzvahs, or does it mean begomash a historical thing that this mitzvah is a mitzvah to Luyab Arts. It has to do with the land, but only once you've conquered Eretz Israel. You've established the Moshav in Eretz Israel. And so we have machlokas about these things. And so with it, with that context, we start with Chadash. I was looking back to see if you guys, you know, a lot of people are makbid on Chadash. Chadash is, as we've said, the, right, you can't eat any of the uh, old, you can't eat any of the old stuff until you bring the Korban Omer. Well, any of the new stuff, rather, until you eat the Korban Omer. Right? So, so that is something that is um, in dispute as to whether it is a mitzvah that applies in Eretz or a mitzvah applies in right, it, all over, right, even in Chutzlar, it's even Baltimore, are you makbed on yashon, as it were, that it has to be, you have to eat the old stuff, so that has to do with this machlokas, so says the Gemara, with regards to chadash, bishlema lamanda, amar called kol mokom shatein yoshvi mashva, if you're going to say, that when it says, moshav, haini l'chstiv, right, when it says, that bachol moshvo seichem, right, um, it says, b'yachlu ma'avor aritz bimacharitz besach, oh, so we're going to get into this, so, again, if when it says bechal moshe vaseichem that it means kam makom which is to say anywhere, either in Eretz Israel or outside Eretz Israel, ha'inadu chsiv, that's why it says by Yeshua biachlu me'avur ha'aretz mi'macharas ha'pesach. Right. So there's a pasuk in Yeshua, and it says the following thing that they ate me'avur ha'aretz from the produce of the land mi'macharas ha'pesach, which is to say. Says the Gemara, they were only able to eat right from the produce of the land after they, so to speak, brought the carbonomer. After they brought the Pesach, right? But before that, they couldn't eat. When is this? This is when they entered right Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so again, when they entered Eretz Yisrael, there was a fourteen-year period before they conquered the land. That's an important historical fact, right? We talked about this. Um, I think in Maseches Shabbos. Uh, so, so again. So, if that's true, so then it's before the Kibusha arts, right? So says the Gemara. Alma, we write the akruv Omer Achul, right? That they first brought the Korban Omer when they, when Shrall, when they first entered Eretz Yisrael, that first time, right? Coming in from the Midbar, right? They only they couldn't eat until they had what? Until they brought the Korban Omer, because until then there was Chadash, right? So again. Bechol Moshevaseche can mean either everywhere in Eretzal or or after the conquer of the land. But we see, right, that they waited for the Omer even before conquering the land. So it must mean, right, that right they, they brought the Korban Omer the first year and they hadn't conquered the land yet. Therefore, Bechol Moshevaseche must mean something else. Bechol Moshevaseche must mean, right, that Bechol Makom Shatem yoshvim right? says the Gemara, Elamanda Right? But according to the Manda Amar, the opinion that means that it's after you did Shiva, altar. They could have eaten the the immediately. Why? Because there was no again, the question is when it says that you have to eat khada that there's a prohibition, right, of eating before the carpet armor is brought, Bachholmoshvase Right? So according to if in fact, Mikhomash verse means that you don't have this prohibition until you've conquered the land. Well, when Klai Yisrael first entered Eretz Israel, they had not yet conquered the land, and therefore they would not have had to wait. Okay? But it says Lamachares Pesach. Lamachares Pesach implies that they did wait until they had the Kolba, uh, until they brought the korban Omer. So if they did wait, so that must mean, right, that they already had the obligation of chadash prior to conquering the land. And if that's the case, so it must mean that if they already had the prohibition of Hadash, that reflects on what B'chol Moshe means. It must mean that B'chol Moshe means that again, that it could be eaten anywhere. Um, and so that is the raya. The fact that the Klal Yisrael waited until the Pesach in order to, uh, to eat the produce of the land is reflective of what Bechol Meshvaseichem means. However, the Gemara says, Lo no, that's not in- entirely true because they were in fact, they didn't need to wait until the Korm Pesach. Why? Saman shana no Aha. That really, they didn't need it until then. That's the reason why. They didn't wait because, in other words, what the Gemara is explaining now is the reason why Israel waited until Pesach, right, to eat was not because they were waiting to bring the Korban Omer, but simply because they didn't need to eat from the produce of the land until the Macharasa Pesach. Why? Because, why? Because they were eating man. They were eating bread out of the sky. And therefore, that's the reason why they didn't start with the produce. Because, why? It says in the Pesach, Ad boam el eretz Noshavis, that they were eating man for forty years until they got to the land. So it was up to that point, right, that they actually were getting man, and it is for that reason that they were not yet eating of the land, not because they were waiting to bring the carbon pesach. Okay, and then it says, uh, and I, and then it says after that el eretz that they were eating the man until they got to the edge of eretz kanan. Okay, so now we see, now the truth is there's Pasuk in Yeshua, the next Pasuk in Yeshua says, that the next day, right, the man stopped and when they started eating the produce of the land. But Tosos points out that this is, the Gemara is preferring to use the Pasuk from the Chumash, so to speak, uh, as opposed to from the Navi. But be that as it may, both Psukim corroborate the same idea, which is that there was a point uh, when they entered the land where the man stopped, and they started eating from the produce of Eretz Yisrael. Now, in so doing, the Gemara is now going to try to pinpoint the exact moment when the man stopped and they started eating the, from the produce of the land. Says the Gemara, it's, it's, It seems impossible to say that they ate man until they got to the land, like until they entered the actual land of Eretz Yisrael, because that... Because it already says in the second part of the Pasuk that they ate it only until they came to the border of Canaan, which geographically is really more like the eastern bank of the Jordan River. So it sounds like there is a, a little bit of a geographical discrepancy here. Was the Mun eaten until the right the eastern bank of the Yardane before they crossed the Yardane? Uh, or was it later right once they crossed the Jordan then they had to continue and enter Eretz Israel proper so when exactly did the man stop so it seems like the psukim are giving you mixed messages was it until they got to the edge of Canaan or was it until they uh, they entered Eretz Noshavis, right so says the gemara it's hard it's hard to say this is how the gemara is saying it's saying it's the discrepancy. You can't say it's until they got to Eretz and Shavas because it says Eretz <laughs> Canaan. And conversely, the Gemara says, we <laughs> right? It's hard to say that they the month stopped when they got to the edge of Canaan by the east of the Jordan because it says that they it stopped when they got to the land. So there must be there's a discrepancy, so we have to resolve it. it says the Gemara, <laughs> how to resolve this discrepancy? Because it says raid. <laughs> It was on Zayn Adar famously as Moshe Rabbeinu's site. That's when he passed away. And that's when the month stopped, right? We know that the heir Miriam was, was B'schus Miriam and the Ananiah covered were B'schus Aaron and the man was B'schus Moshe Rabbeinu. So when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, that's when the month stopped. Okay. Well, Zain Adar, that's way before they entered Eretz Israel. Eretz- that must have been when they got to Ketzei Eretz Canaan. It so says the Gemara, yeah, the two, the discrepancy is resolved in the following way. There's a date when the mun stopped falling, but there was enough mun, they were making cakes out of it and stuff, to last them until they entered Eretz-Kinan proper. So even though the month stopped falling, they were still munching on mon until they arrived at Eretz-Nochavis. Um, Andrew's not buying it because he knows that the month is only supposed to last one day, right? Is that why you're looking at me like that? Okay, so let's see. Let's see what the Gemara says. Moshe So on Zion Adar, the man stopped. What they do for water? Water was the Be'er Miriam. He's saying after the Be'er Miriam. Uh, so let's see. So that's a good question. So they're in the desert after all. That's a good question. Like when? Where did they? Do, where? Where do they do tashlich? Okay. So anyway. So Adar Moshe man So on Zion Adar, Moshe Avinu passed away, and the man stopped. And then the Gemara continues. Very misstopkin. me she and the Jews still ate the man that was left, in their right Kalim, in their Tupperware, until the sixteenth of Nisan. That's kind of astonishing, isn't it? Didn't we thought think that the man only lasted a day? Well, at least we're we're saying again. So they're eating right, so again, first of all, in terms of the context of the Gemara, we're just talking about how. They didn't wait really because of Chadash or Yashan. They weren't makbid on on, on Yashan. They were just still eating man. That's why they didn't eat until Machras of Pesach. Now, but, but the question is, why? You know, uh, how did this? How did this actually continue? I thought you were only supposed to eat it for one day. The only thing I can think of, Andrew and Barry and Goranowitz and everyone else, is that. Um, in other words, so long as the moon was falling, so that they, they had the nissayon of only eating that day, I suppose. But then once it stopped falling, you're allowed to leave it over. I don't know, Barry. What do you think? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We have to look into that. Barry, what's the Barry's looking. He's going to look into it. Okay. So t- remember? yeah, that was good. Tanya Okay. Let, let's look more at the moon. It says like this, right? We have to look at when it fell. Right. It's you look at it, if you take it literally, right? So the pasuk says. The Bnei Israel ate the man for 40 years. Okay? But the Passock says, ba'im Was it exactly 40 years? Ba'im yam achlu. Wasn't 40 years minus 30 days? Because after all, right, like do the math. If it stopped on the 16th of Nisan and it started, right, um, and it started 40 years earlier when, when they left, right, so then it sounds like you, you're short a month, right? Because it took them, it took them a, a month to get to Midbar Sin. That was only on the 15th of VR after, right? So in other words, you had Mitzrayim and they were eating the matzahs for 30 days, right? Don't forget, they had the matzahs. And then it only started falling the month if you look at the Pesukim in Midbar Sin. And so therefore, if that's the case, if they're eating the matzahs for 30 days, so it's not a full 40 years, it's 40 years minus 30 days, says the Gemara. Wow, so the fact that it says that they ate man for 40 years it teaches you that for the 30 days that they were eating matzah leaving Mitzrayim the first time right? when they first left, the matzah tasted like man now you know Tanya Idach, another because now we're going to talk about Moshe Rabbeinu's Yorzad is on the Zayin Adar so Tanya Idach, Reva said in that regard, Shiva Be'adar Meis Moshe Zain Adar was his Yerzeit. No, it was also his birthday, 9. So how do we know? Should be Shiva Adar Mase? How do you know his Yerzeit is on Zion Adar? Let's do the math. Okay, so Moshe Rabbeinu dies in Eretz Moav on that day. And we'll see. We're going to add up all the days. So B'nei Yisrael, they... Cried and mourned for for Moshe Rabbeinu for thirty days in Arvos Moab. So that's thirty days. After Moshe passed away, right? And then it says Moshe Avdi Meis Avor. And then Hashem says to Yeshua, Moshe passed away. Now you have to cross over the Yarden. And then we're going to add up the psukim. Pass through the and tell them, prepare yourself, you know, some food, some, because in another three days, you're crossing the Yardin. So again, he passed, Moshe passes away, and then there's 30 days of mourning, and then they're getting ready for three days to cross the Yardin. Okay? So, it sounds like he passed away. They mourn 30 days, and then prepare themselves for three days, so that's a total of 33 days from the time he passes away to when they crossed the Yardain. When did they cross the Yardain? That's the Pasuk tells you that. Uh, it says, On the 10th of Nisan, they crossed the Yardin. So, Go back 33 days from the 10th of Nisan and what do you find? Right? You go back 33 days from the 10th of Nisan, which is when they cross the Ardane, so 30 days is a month, so you get the 10th of Adar, and another three days, it's the 7th of Adar, that's how you find out the Moshe Rabbeinu's site is Zion Adar. Okay, so then, that's when he passed away. How do we know that's when he was born? How do you know that's when he Hayom. Right, because when? Moshe Rabbeinu, right? These are these weeks... Uh, Parshios, the end of the Torah, as we we're about to embark on Yom Kippur and Sukkot Simchas Torah. So he says, "I'm 120 years old today." Lo uchal od letzitz lavo, I'm not going in with you as Teretz Israel. She ain't talmud lomar hayom. You didn't really need to say hayom. He could have said, "I'm 120 years old." We know that you're referring to today. Ma' Matal lomar hayom. What is today mean? Well, Amid Shabbos Baruch Hu, Yosef and Malach naseim shal Yom miyom liyom mecholad sh'tchodesh. Hashem. Uh, is completing the years, it is customary to, if they have a last year, uh, to live, that he's gonna squeeze out these tzedikim to good to the last drop. He makes the number of days complete, and therefore tzedikim, it is, it is, uh, it's, it, it's customary or it's, uh, it is not out of, uh, you know, this is the Pasuk in Sefer Shmos that it would make sense that he would have the fullness of days and therefore the same day that he was born will be the same day that he passed away and therefore if he passed away on Zion other he was born on Zion other Fine. So that is Zion other Moshe Benu. That's going on with when the the month fell. Now, says the Gemara, Tanya Rabi Shimon ben Yochai Yomer, famous Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai, says, Shalosh mitzvot's nitshtav Yisrael b'khlisoson l'aretz. Beno'agos ben be l'aretz, b'in b'chutz l'aretz. So getting back to the topic of our Mishnah, which Mitzvot are included in Eretz Yisrael and mitzvahs are everywhere. So there are three mitzvahs that, even though they were commanded to keep, only once they entered Eretz Yisrael, they actually are going to right, be applicable both in Eretz Yisrael and everywhere else. And those are, as we'll see, Chadash, well, that's a big one, right? Orla and Kilaim. okay? So, orla is that you can't eat from the fruit right until the fourth year, and kilaim is you're not allowed to mix chills, right? You're not allowed to uh, do the grafting and the mixing of the different mediums. So, vuhadinshin hagu, right? And it can be derived from a kalvah chomer. What's the kavahomer chomer that they should apply even outside Eretz As follows. Uma chadash isur olam. So, chadash... It's not permanent because really, right, once it's, once you bring the Corbin over on the 16th Nissan, you could eat chadash, right? You just can't eat the new, the new grain until then. So that means, Ein it's not permitted, per, um, it's not prohibited forever. Bein iser There's no Israhana on chadash. You could sell chadash. You just can't, like, right, eat it. Heter li and you can actually as Rashi says, Karv." that means that there is a way to undo it. Now, there is no way to undo it until you bring the Korban Omer. By then, on the 16th itself, says Rashi, right, it would be Yusur all day until you bring the Korban Omer. So you could, Yeshe means there is a scenario where you could proactively. Right, undo it. That's only applicable on the 16th, as Rashi explains. But on the 16th, by bringing the Korban Omer, he actually proactively being matir that Isser of Chodesh. So therefore, no egg has ba'arits, bein ba'chotzlarits. And yet, we see that that is, Chodesh is usr, right, both in Eretz and in the Chodzlarits. And yet, despite the fact that it has all these kulas, right, it's not everlasting, it's not an Isser hana, and, right, and yet, it's, and, and it's not forever. And yet, it's asr, both in Yisrael and the So that, we see that it has that Khumra. So it's Kavachomer, the other two prohibition, of Orla and Kilaim, certainly are going to be asr and the as well, as follows. So therefore, the Kavachomer is finished up. Kilaim, Shay and Isur Olam, right? Kilaim, that once it's grafted, it's asr forever. And Visur and Isur and there's an Isur on Kilaim. Then Heter and there's no way to undo that, to untangle it, as it were. So certainly they're going to be in Eretz Israel and in Chutz Laaretz, right? Because if Chodesh has that uh, halacha despite being more kal, so certainly Kilaim would have that. And also, Orla is also going to be Asr uh, in Chutz Laaretz because it has two of these three components. Which, which three the components, right? Well, it's not an Isr Olam because in the fourth year it's already going to be Mutter. But it is Asr hana Kilaim, right? And, and it's also yesh heter le cause, um, cause orla at, at the fourth year, I'm sorry, and, and ain heter le right? In other words, there's nothing you can proactively do to undo it, and it's asr bahana, but it isn't, right, eternal. It, on the fourth year, it's gonna be mutter, but be that as it may, it has two of the khumras, right, that, um, Right, the Orla has two of the Chomers that Kilaim has and therefore it is more chomer indeed than Chadash. And so therefore if Chadash is Aser, both in Eretz and Chotz certainly Kilaim and Orla should be as well. Okay? However, Rabbi Lazar was Rabbi Shimon's son. They were in the cave together, Andrew. And yet he was Cholik on him as we turn to L'Anachet on and Be'ez. He says like this, any mitzvah that Klai got before they entered Eretz Yisrael, then of course they're going to be Noig Ben Beretz Ben Nuchos Arts. That stands to reason, right? Because again, they were given that mitzvah before before they entered Eretz Yisrael. So Rabbi Lazar says it's very simple. If you got the mitzvah before you entered Eretz Yisrael, so then obviously it's a chutz la'aretz, you know, it's a chutz la'aretz inyan, and it would apply anywhere in the world. One, if you got it after you entered Eretz Yisrael, so then it's going to be knowing in the, in, only in Eretz Yisrael, except for Hashemotot Kisofim V'Shilua Avadim, Shemitah of the debts, right, and the Shilua Chavadim to send away the servants in the Yovel year, those, says Rebbe Lezabri Shimon, She'af al-Pishon Yitz-Tobo le'am l'Acha Those uh, mitzvahs were given only after they entered the Yisrael. However, Noheg Gitzbein Baratz B'Milchos L'Aretz. And still, that's not considered a mitzvah that's going to be considered also everywhere. In other words, the Shemitah Ksafim and releasing the slaves at Yovel applies even in Chotz even though, right, they only got that mitzvah when they entered Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so it sounds like according to Rabbi Re- Lazarus Shimon, when it comes to Chodesh Orlan Kilaim, they would apply, right, he's on his father. They would apply only on Eretz, in Eretz Yisrael. It's a big machlokas, right, because they only got those mitzvahs Quandavau, when they got into Eretz Yisrael. Right, So as opposed to Rav Shemar says that Chodesh Orlan Kilaim are in Chutz Laretz and in Eretz Yisrael, his son holds that those Chodesh Orlan Kilaim only are applying in Eretz Yisrael itself. Okay. So now, first of all, let's get back to these exceptions of Shemitah Ksafim. Says the Gemara, Hashemah Ksafim Chovah Sagufi. Wait a minute. Why? Hashemah Ksafim? right, why do you need to teach us that it's an exception after all? Uh, it should have been obvious, right? Because, it should, because after all, that is a chovah. it's a personal obligation. So, of course, they were obligated before they entered Israel, and they should apply worldwide. So the Gemara says, right? right. He wants to talk about Shemitic Safim only because we had a different Brysa that says the following. It says in the b'risa, when you learn, when it teaches you in the Torah about Shemitah, it says that you should do shmita, shamot. It sounds like it's talking about two types of shmitas. It sounds like that you have to do shmita Ksafim and shmita ksofim. And we know that that's true, right? Shmita is shmita where you have to, right, not work the land. And also you have to forgive the loans. So it means that any time that you are doing shmita on the uh, land, you have to be m'shamet k'safim, right? But when the Jewish nation, right, is not settled in Eretz Yisrael, right, like for when they were in Midbar, they had no obligation of shemitah. So, in other words, because the pasuk seems to imply, right, that the the um, forgiveness of the loan is toloy on the. Uh, whenever Shemitah is applicable agriculturally, so that's why he Rehlazer Rabbi Re- 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 Shimon had to teach you right that even though it's, it's a Chovasaguf, Saguf, as we uh, mentioned in the previous topic, even though it's a Chovah which you think would be universal, it sounds like the Pasuk is tying it to the land. And because it sounds like the Pasuk is tying it to the land, he has to teach you that no, that it's not tied to the land, that Shemitah k'safim, of course, is going to be applied everywhere. So the Gemara says, "Wait, not maybe you would say that that the shemitah k'safim should only apply in Eretz Yisrael. How does our beloved Shimon hold that it would apply worldwide?" Says the Gemara, "That in fact the pasuk is expanding it, with an extra pasuk that says that any time that Hashem calls it shemitah, it should apply all over the world." Okay, that was with regards to shemitah. What about the Yova with the Yavadim? Shiluach chavadim chovas agufis. Now we're going to go through the same exercise of shiluach The fact that it's uh, again shiluach chavadim has nothing to do with the land. That's a personal obligation on a human being. So you would think it would apply universally anyway. Why would Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon have to go out of his way to teach you that? Says the Gemara. Daita hoy jorba Well, it says you should proclaim liberty in all the land. So it sounds like Be'aretz. Where is liberty being proclaimed? Only in Eretz Yisrael. Be'aretz in Bechutzla. It's low. It's not talking about Baltimore. It's talking about Eretz Yisrael. Talmud Lomar Yovel he mikol So the pasuk says no that the Yovel he, which implies anywhere, all over the world, Yovel applies. So So what are we learning from the fact that it says in the land? It says Bisman Again, at the time shadur noig Be'aretz, noig Bechutzla that whenever we have the, the, the idea of Yovel altogether in Eretz Yisrael, that applies all over the world. And when Yovel is not applicable to Eretz Yisrael, it's not going to be Noeg and Chutz either. Okay. So now we're going to talk about Chadish Orla and Kilaim. The mission in Orla says like this It's not Hasm. Does this apply in in, in or not? So the mission says in Orla, Chadish Osirmin Atarabachal Makom. So this is an a Mishnah, as they say, right? So it's, it's explicit Mishnah. Should we makvid on Hadash? Well, it says, Hadash is Asr, Midar Raisa, all over the world. Arla Halacha. Arla is a Halacha. We'll see what that means. Vakilay ediv resofim. is der So it says the Gemara, My Halacha. What does it mean by Halacha? So I'm reviewing on Mishra. Well, Hilchus HaMedina. means a minhag. That's what it sounds like it means. Right? That's a machlokas. But it sounds like Hilchas medina means that it's a local halacha, which is what we call a minhag, a makom. So Ula Amar, Rabbi Yochanan, halacha al Ulah said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that it means a halacha al Misinai. So it either means a minhag or a halacha That's a big difference. Minhag, okay, so if you do it, you do it. If you don't have the minhag, you don't. Halacha al Misinai means it's Doraisa. So I'm like Ula al-Rabbi Yehuda, bishlem al-Mosheh Misinai, that according to me, I hold that it's daraisa misinai. orla kilaim. That's why there's a difference between Suffolk orla and Suffolk kilaim. Outside of Eretz Yisrael, right? If it's a real daraisa, you're going to have. to If it's a Suffolk, you're going to have to write rule lechumra. That's not because we learn in the Mishnah Suffolk orla arts aser. We say that if we have a Suffolk orla, it's going to be aser besuria, which Rashi explains it's a machlokus. Surya is like this place. That David actually conquered, right? Uh, but it was a kibush yachid, what he calls, right? There wasn't a full kibush kibush, and therefore maybe it was a full conquering. So maybe so we have a suffix where the surya is included. So there it's gonna be mutter. But chutzlaritz, yoridvilok, vacilar and So that surya is a suffix. So again, you have three levels. You have eritz it's usur. Surya, it's a suffix. And chutzlarts, it's vilokiah, vacilar and lokit. And chutzlarts is even more lenient because you could go down and take, right, as long as nobody sees you, right? Um, and he doesn't see, as long rather that he doesn't see the non-Jew gathering it from the Arla, then he can sort of like have plausible deniability. Like he doesn't look at it. However, mm-hmm. but with Kilaim, we learn in the Mishnah, Right when it comes to Kilaim, it's Aser in the land, and Besuria Mutter, it's totally Mutter. And behutzlaritz, you're biyad. And then the halacha of chutzlaritz is also, again, that he can go down as long as he, does, as, as he doesn't pick kilaim from the guy's own hand. So we see that regarding chutzlaritz, the mission treats kilaim more leniently than orla. So that sounds like Ula's position, right? Whereas the kilaim applies only outside our soul, only midurabanon. Orla applies Midar Raisa. So we continue tomorrow with Eladidok, which is the last two words in Lam al Everybody have a great Gmar Chassima tova.